this is my only shot to go and see him and like have a sign for him to play. I'm thinking to myself, what song do I want him to, to, to play? And um, I thought, you know, one step up would be really cool. But how am I going to how am I how am I going to do it? So I went on Google, like I found this really cool picture of him and Patty from on the Tunnel of, of Love tour. And I said, OK, like what how can I make this stand out? And I and so I went on like set list on like a set list forum and I found the last time he played the song with the full band. And I still remember the date. It was June 21st, 1988. And so I, I like went on this website. I created this, you know, like half inch thick cardboard sign. It was like a, a hundred bucks to it was well worth it. But um, mm -hmm. I put on, on the I put, can we take a trip back to 88 and then. Last time played with the full band, June 21st, 1988. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Set Lusting Bruce, your podcast all about Bruce Springsteen, his music, and mostly his fans. I am your host, Jesse Jackson, and joining me is a return guest, and it has been way too long. We were talking yes. before we hit record. Uh, Matt was here. His episode was out December 15, 2016. Gosh, not much has changed since then, huh? <laughs> That's a I I could say that a, a lot has definitely changed, but <laughs> pretty pretty much. But uh, yeah. we're 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 doing good, and it's great to be back. And um, super super fortunate that you've asked me to come back on this awesome podcast, and um, really really respect all of your work, and you've had a lot of great people on here, and so it's an honor to be on here again. Well, great. Well, tell uh, tell my audience a little bit about yourself. So um, I uh, graduated from Texas A&M back in 2019. Back whenever I was first on here, I was, I think, a sophomore. Yep. I was going uh, A&M, right? Texas A&M, yes, sir. And I was chugging away at, you know, a, a business degree. I, I was able to knock that out, graduated with um, honors from the Mays Business School. Um, so you could say that I busted out of class. <laughs> yes, you did. Yes, you did. And um, and uh, a lot of Bruce fans know me from the experience that I had with Bruce in Philadelphia back in 2016, where I basically held up a sign that said, can a college kid play No Surrender with you? And I wrote all the chords to the song on the sign and Bruce saw it and he uh, gave me a shot and I just I did my absolute best to perform the song. And from there. A bunch of Bruce fans uh, have, you know, told me how, told me all of their thoughts of the experience and really, really ap applauded me. And it's it's led me to meet many great people just like yourself and, you know, this, like the Spring Nuts group. And um, it's really opened up a lot of doors and it really kind of reignited my, you know, passion for music. And um, it was really just the beginning of like, oh, like this big rabbit hole of just everything music so yeah you know I, I was thinking i almost expect you to say 
back then I was a business major, but I switched to music. <laughs> but uh, no, uh, yeah, I, you I uh, did look into that. I actually did. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, maybe I kind of want to explore some music. You know, yeah. Uh, the uh, just uh, the way how my music ended up going, I was still just so new to music at at the time, and yeah. I had just I had just begun writing. I had only been playing guitar for about nine months at, at the time, you, you, you know, and yeah, and it's like, I, I pick up the guitar, I strum my first chord and nine months later, I'm on stage with Springsteen, you know, it, it's, it's pretty much all downhill from there, you know, <laughs> I but, did. I, I remember when we talked about that, that took a lot of courage. Right? It, it, I, I really didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> but <laughs> it, I didn't really know what I was getting myself into, but I was, I, I just, you know, was in the moment and I just kind of went, I just kind of went away with it and uh it was it was just kind of it just it just happened I th- I was on like 3 hours of of sleep from the night before I guess my mind was just so blurred out it was on pure ad- adrenaline I didn't really have time to process what was going on I think it was just a perfect storm of things that happened that led to that performance You know Matthew what was funny is just a couple weeks ago I had someone on the podcast and I can't remember the episode's been out or not but um he said yeah and i was at the philadelphia i was at this philadelphia show and some kid held up a sign <laughs> that said can a college kid play no surrender and he had the chords and i said <laughs> i've had him on the show you're you've kidding. had him on the show <laughs> i was like oh. cool. yeah so that was really funny and then um if i'm not mistaken you're also responsible for one of my personal highlights is in the Houston show. Oh yeah. With Absolutely. the sign one step up. Oh yeah. That is that that's, that was my pinnacle Bruce moment before the Philadelphia show. For sure. I yeah. had, you know, because with the Houston show, the way how the, you know, they have a very small pit because it's an amphitheater type setup. Right. So with that, it was um, uh, like if, if you got a ticket up in the front, they were super expensive. But I was like at the time, I was, I was like, Dad, look, this is like the one time where we can see Bruce up close. Come on. You know, and I I somehow got him to spend. I, I forgot the exact amount, but it was it, it was it was a lot of money for for like two tickets up close in in the pit with with bruce and where the typical lottery procedure works for bruce shows where you know 1500 people show up only 100 people showed up but everyone gets to go to the front but um it's like an an order of like which of like who gets to go up you know and um Mm -hmm. and so i was like okay what this is my only shot to go and see him and like have a sign for him to play, I'm thinking to myself, what song do I want him to, to, to play? And um, I thought, you know, one step up would be really cool, but how am I gonna, how am I, how am I gonna do it? So I went on Google, like I found this really cool picture of him and Patty from on the Tunnel of, of Love tour, and I said, okay, like what, how can I make this stand out? And I, and so I went on like set list on like a set list forum and I found the last time he played the song with the full band. Mm -hmm. And I still remember the date. It was June 21st, 1988. And so I, I like went on this website. I created this, you know, like half inch thick cardboard sign. 
it was like a, a hundred bucks to it was well worth it but um mm-hmm. i put on, on the i put can we take a trip back to 88 and then last time played with the full band june 21st 1988 and bruce uh like and on the back of it just in sharpie i put downbound train like i totally just kind of did the downbound train as like a knockoff because he plays yeah. downbound train way more often i thought okay if he doesn't play this and you know maybe downbound train and so at the end of badlands or which was i think his third song like he was going around picking up some signs and i originally had downbound train up and i saw him and bruce kind of looked at it he acknowledged the sign and then i saw his eyes kind of keep panning he didn't grab it and i looked and i I realized oh man like that's downbound train so i flipped this sign over to one step up and bruce just he 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 just he was caught like he was caught like a like a deer in headlights. He was like, "Whoa!" Like his eyes got real wide, and you know, he he admired the sign for a minute, and then he was like, he waved for me to bring give him the sign, and he he, he kind of slowly walked over to the center mic, and he was showing everyone the one step up sign, like kind of nodding, like, "Yeah, I, you know, I I th- I think we're we're gonna do this," and um. That he ended up playing a couple songs. I think he played Adam Raised a Cane after Badlands. And then he played She's the One. And then after She's the One, he grabbed the One Step Up sign. And he was like, man, we have a challenge here. And then he read out Last Time Played with the Full Band, June 21st, 1988. And then he was like, he was born in 1988, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And um, and my dad was going crazy. He was like, Matthew, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. And then he, he he ended up playing the song and it was such a beautiful it was such a, a beautiful rendition of the song and he hasn't played it, it since and yeah. I would like to also add in there that he had, he did end up playing Downbound Train later in in, yeah. in the show so I got both of the requests. <laughs> well, what I love about this and when I tell the story and I I, I often talk about that um, because it was such a great moment, but um, we do not know this. <laughs> You have made your bed, sir. Yes. <laughs> you, <know? laughs> and, and, you have made your bed, sir. And and I, I love that, you know, because he kind of, you know, it starts out solo, kind of just, mm-hmm. and then he slowly, you know, kind of waves at Patty to join him. And then he tells the band to do it slow. Um, yeah, it just a, truly one of my highlights. And uh, so I was, I, I, I always think about that, you know, um, most of us are lucky to get one really special moment with a bruce live show and you got two so oh yeah uh, yeah it was i'm super super blessed for for that on yeah. honestly i i i have no words to describe how mm-hmm. you know in in incredible that was because with, with the philly show my goal was okay how can i get bruce to just remember me you know like how can he like how can he remember me yeah and you know i'm pretty sure that i uh, accomplished that but what's crazy is and is with all of those moments i've never really gotten a ch- gotten a chance to really talk with him you know it was sure. all that was just like thank like thank thank you so much like mm-hmm. i came from houston for this i thank you thank you i guess the one thing that that could um be cool was would just be to have like a three or four minute long conversation with yeah that with, would be cool Bruce, you know just yeah. to kind of pick his brain just just a little bit you know yeah so after you graduated where are you living um, I live five minutes from my from my parents. Actually, I'm I have I have this little townhouse to myself. Um, I 
I was appreciative of, of my parents' offer for me to live with them, but I was like, I think I need my own place. Yeah. <laughs> but 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 they're super close by, and I go visit them all the time. Um, we're we're in Spring, Texas, still born and okay. raised. And yeah. I'm uh and I'm working for my for my dad's company. He he does uh you know like water u- utility operations around Houston. So okay. I'm just I'm just kind of learning that business as well, along with. You know, all of my side hobbies. I'm also a a, a pilot um, as a hobby, and of and of course, I've I've finally gotten around to making mu- to making music, and I do have my uh, very first album out, and super pleased with it. Um, uh, about to get started on on the second one, but um, that's kind of where things are right now. All right. Well, we're going to get back to that, but I got to since yeah. I have you on here. Um, since we've talked. Um, we've had a couple of little things happen. We've had, mm-hmm. I'm not even talking about the pandemic. Uh, we had Western stars, we had the film, mm-hmm. we had Broadway and we had letter to you. Oh, Any yes. of those you want to talk about, feel free. <laughs> Matthew. Look, all right. All right. I will try and touch on, 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 say something about all of them. First yeah. one, I guess in like chronological order was Springsteen on Broadway. Yeah. It was, it was games. It, it was for my tw- uh, 21st birthday and it was on my birthday when we got to see Springsteen on Broadway. I have a friend, Justin, who's from Utah. He, he was able to, I was able to, I had, I have my computer out. He had his com- computer and I was able to get in like the, like the ticket window yeah. thing because they had a system for that. And I was able to lock him down to, to tickets. And he said, Hey, like you have first grabs if, if like my buddy can't go. And so long story short, he his his buddy couldn't go, so I was able to to go. Mm-hmm. And then my dad was like, "Oh shoot, well I want to go." So he, my dad bought like a single ticket, like up on the up on like the second deck or whatever. And so we went there, and it was it was awesome. What an incredible mm-hmm. show that was! Just seeing him, just really raw Bruce. And yeah. a, a little side note to that was it was Game Seven of the 2017 M. In, infamous ALCS between the Yankees and the Astros. Yeah. And so game seven was happening and I'm in New York and I'm this diehard Astros fan. And, and like, you know, all of these things are, I, I was thinking about the, the score of the game. I, I didn't want to get out my phone during the, the show. Yeah, and of so, course well, not, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and so after the show, I was like, okay, I have to check the score. And the Astros were winning. I was like, oh, thank goodness, you know. So like those those two things were going at the same time. But I love Broadway. Um, it was super fun. Mm-hmm. Um, really cool New York experience. Western Stars. I'm a I'm a big fan of that album. It's a very cinematic, vibey album that um, you know I've I've always been an advocate for the use of you know strings. I love strings. Yeah. And um, my favorite song off the album. 100 percent is 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 western stars by a long right. shot i love that one um just the the acoustic guitar and you know that that instrumental break in the middle where the strings all come in and, sure and just it's so cinematic that's that's the word i can use to describe it um but there's a lot of good songs on that album i hope he can find a way to play a couple of them live or or in some form um in some form of arrangement with the east street band yeah. um whenever he does eventually get back on tour um yeah but then- I, do, I do too because um you know i they didn't get a full tour with that mm-hmm. you know we got the great film 
which, you know, we got to fall in love with his barn and go, <laughs> man, I, I, let's do a tour. You know, let's, let's, cool. Yeah, that would be cool. Uh, and so I call it like to call it like his backyard tour, you know, yes, exactly. <laughs> where, where people come to him. Yeah. Uh, so and then I, I'm like you, I, I just love Western stars. I feel like it's a collection of short stories, mm-hmm. like even more than normal. Um, you know, and, and they're it's so they're really something special. And then um, I got to know what you think. Like, you know, we've, we're in the middle of a pandemic. It's 2020. We've got racial, you know, strife. We've got political strife. And all of a sudden, mm-hmm. like in the darkness, someone lights a candle and it's a new E Street Band album. So talk to me a little oh, bit yeah. about that. You know, whenever, you know, whenever um, Letter to You came out, everyone kind of assumed that it would be some kind of pol- like pol- political album. Yeah. And then and then and then Bruce came out and he was like, no, you know, it's it's not a political album. And um, I, I could tell all of, you know, on like Twitter, Steve and Niels in particular yeah. was yeah. was I could tell they they really wanted to, to talk about the album, but they they know that they couldn't mm-hmm. um, or they knew that they couldn't. And um. Niels, after the album came out, was like, this is one of my absolute favorite albums that we've ever done. Yeah. And um, and uh, there's so many great songs on that album that are just classic E Street Band. Like, yeah. of course, if, 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 if I was the priest, it's just such an anthem and I can't wait for him to play that one. Yeah, but, I am too. And, and one of the most, the one that gets really overlooked a song that gets really overlooked in my opinion on that album. And it's, I feel like it's a reason why Bruce put it first is one minute is, is one minute you're here. Everyone raised yeah. their eyebrows of, okay, why would you put that one first when you could put, you know, any mm-hmm. of them first, but I, that's whenever I go back to letter to you, it's such a short, sweet ballad type song with harmonious synthesizers, very nighttime driving, just kind of in like you're you're kind of in your head kind of in in your feels type vibes and yeah. i love music like that where it's you can just put it on on repeat like one minute you're here yeah. and it's and it's it just really kind of gets you in a mood but and then you hear it, but then right at, as soon as it ends you know that snare jump pa 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 right into letter to you yeah. it's such you know then the like the party pretty much gets started there it really so, does. Yeah. And so that's, that's a classic East street album right there. And yeah. I, I think it's, I think it's top three of since the, since, since the two thousands, in my opinion, honestly, I, I honestly think so too. I, I agree. Mm-hmm. It is something just really special. Um, so um, had you, had you have, I mean, you said about nine months before Philadelphia where you got on stage you had just started exploring the guitar. So mm-hmm. you had a music itch, but how big of an itch was it? And and did getting on stage kind of make it even more where you were interested in doing this? So what was crazy about the timing of all of that was I I did have a musical itch at the time, but yes. I didn't know how to I, I didn't know how to record music. Okay. I had no idea how to record music. I I knew very minimal minimal stuff, like in GarageBand, how to how to okay. record music. Yeah. 
Yeah. And um, and 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 so that, you know, whenever my album came out, I'm thinking to myself, man, if I had gotten on stage then, mm-hmm. it's like Good Morning America, World <laughs> News Tonight. Yeah. You know, that's the Today Show and all of these radio shows and podcasts and yeah. news stations. I'm like, that could have been the ultimate publicity, you know, but yeah. I, I simply didn't have any music out at the time. Even yeah, I had I had managers from Live Nation contacting me about, you know, hey, like send us your music like, you know, we would like to. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, shoot, like I wish I had stuff, but, you know, and. But I I just kind of stayed the course. I was like, you know, um, and I I kept working on my craft subtly, and mm-hmm. you know, a a lot of life happened from that from from then until when my yeah. first album came came out, and yeah, um, you know, the the musical passion kind of waned a little bit. I I'm, I mostly wrote as like an outlet, you know, and so um, and so it was kind of few and far between whenever it came to music and like songwriting but uh it it eventually i think uh at the very end of 2020 it's it finally started to ramp back up but at at the time of of getting on stage i was still very new and i was just i just didn't know what like i i was just very ignorant in in that whole field yeah so when you decided to start pursuing this and working on it and playing with it, um, you know, what were your first steps? I mean, so you started writing, um, you know, talk me a little bit about your process and your journey of, you know, how do you get from, I'm starting to have an interest to, Hey, I'm going to record an album. I mean, that's, you know, that's A to Z, right. You, that's a hell Mm -hmm. of a journey. Mm -hmm. So it, it really started when, I wrote my first happy love song okay. and it was on and, and it was on it's a song on, only you and I wrote it back in November of, of 2020 and for me it was such a breakthrough in my songwriting that I was like man because all of my songs were, were were sad you know just just, okay. just to put it just to put it bluntly all of my songs yeah. were sad so whenever I wrote that song I was like oh my gosh you know and it, it kind of lit this flame of like okay now I, I want this song to sound good. So I started reaching out to family, friends, and uh, some people that, you know, I knew knew something about music. And a good family friend of mine hooked me up with my now music producer. And, you know, he had, and <laughs> it was honestly a match made in, in heaven, you know? Oh, and, yeah? And, oh, yeah, ab- absolutely. He has, his taste in music is very similar to mine. I sent him a demo of of my song Austin Austin tonight, which is on my album, and it's it's my the very first song I ever wrote. Uh-huh. And he was like, "There's there's some Springsteen influence in in here," and he had yeah. no idea of any that I was even a Springsteen fan. Uh-huh. You know, he had this guy didn't really know who I was. Yeah, and I, and I'm thinking to myself, "All right." And so then we we uh we just kind of got to it, and once I once that kind of started to happen. I started writing more and more and more and it just kind of like what was what prevented me from pursuing music further was, okay, I can write these songs and I can play them acoustically, but I don't know how to record them. I don't know how to get them to sound like 
something on the radio or like on even like yeah. on the coffee house on like Sirius XM. Right. You know, I, I had no way to get them out. And so it was just kind of like, well, until then, I don't want to pursue it. Yeah. But then but so my producer really just ignited it. It was like, oh, my gosh, this is now possible. So we yeah. so we really got got to work. And it was looking back. I don't know how we did it. Like, yeah, cause I was because I was still working full time and I would just come home from work, do do some music, go work out, come come back, do more music, go to bed, repeat, repeat, repeat. Yeah. And and it, it was just really a a. a a process but looking back at, at the time it was like all of the songs i did them as best as i could of course right. as an artist you know you're you, you look back and you know you think to yourself man i wish i would have done this i wish i could have done this and yeah. oh if, you know you're 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 always trying to better your craft in every single way and um and so going into my next album there's there's a couple of things where i'm really emphasizing on okay this will put me to the next step. This will yeah. bring me to the next step that along with just all of this recording stuff, all this, all this sound stuff that I got, this, like this microphone's brand new. Like yeah. there's a lot of new re recording equipment that I've gotten. That's going to really elevate the sound and, and production to the next level. And I'm, and I'm super excited about it. That's great. You know, one of my favorite, um, comments is uh there's the the writer j michael stravinsky who had done babylon 5 and, and done a lot of other stuff and he says he often says art is never finished art is abandoned is never finished it's just abandoned mm -hmm. um and you know he uh my friend tom zoller talks about that he will never get a tattoo because he would have to have as an artist, he would have to design it himself, and he's never drawn anything that when he went back in six months, he wasn't unhappy with it and saw the flaws. Mm -hmm. So I think that as a musician, that's pretty typical, right? That you're going, totally. maybe could have done this, what would <laughs> do that, you know? Totally. Like, for example, one of the things that, you know, looking back on that I, I kind of realized, but I didn't know it at the time was you know, the way how I sang the songs, right. You know, there was, there was ways how I, the way how I sang some of the songs, I, I sung them in the way as if I was playing them uh, like acoustically, you know, right. there's like, there's like, if you have a full band, it's like, sometimes you got to be more intense yes. and, you know, but I, and so that's one thing that I'm focusing on for the next album is to, you know, really seeing with what the arrangement calls for. But at the time it was like, you know, it felt safe to sing it the way how I had always sung it. Yeah. It was all so foreign to me. I didn't really know what to, you know, I was just kind of rolling with, with the punches and um, doing it the way how I had always done. And yeah. another thing was, uh, another thing was like the, was the tempo of, of the songs. I'm like, man, this song could have been sped up a little bit and it could have cut off some, some, some length and, you know, this and that and come off a little more upbeat because like Bruce can get away with writing a six, seven minute long song. But in this in this generation for an artist that, you know, wants people to, you know, listen to him, you like if, if you have a song that's sadly longer than four and a half, five minutes, people are going to become disinterested. So like one of my emphasis, one of my emphasized points was to at least shoot for four minutes. 
or 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 less i i already have a a couple songs that are past four minutes but you know um (laughs) they're at least a lot more upbeat and um and they're like there is one song where my producer was like this is like a modern day springsteen jam nice and it's it's something that could that that he says man the east street band could totally play this song and it would and it would come off as like a a bruce song and so i'm super excited to that's a nice compliment to finish Um, working on that one yeah so what's the name of the album um i i haven't decided on the album title yet um i your first album kind of okay so the first album's called into the past got got it in it yes sir it's called in it's called into the past and um it's basically about, you know, you've been like, like you've had doubts about like it's the moral of the album is you've had doubts about something, but you've decided to move forward and, you know, take those doubts and, and put those doubts in like in, into the past. You know, life goes on. Yeah. It's about it's about ov- ov- overcoming yourself, you know, mm-hmm. and about, about overcoming things that you've gone through in your life. And I, I like that message. And. Uh, because it's something that people have to deal with, you yeah. know, because, you know, things, things happen to them in life and, you know, whether it's been wronged by someone else or you're battling yourself mm-hmm. or, you know, it, or you feel like everyone's a, a, a against you or just whatever it is, you know, it's about overcoming all of those things. And, uh, and it's something that I feel like people could, you know, use for themselves and in their lives to, I guess, give them some courage. Dude, uh, that's, a, that's great. I, I, I really love that. Um, I love the title. I love the theme. Um, have you been able to perform live a little with uh, everything <laughs> slowly opening up in, uh, here in Texas? So I have been asked to perform um, live at a few places in downtown Houston. I have not gotten around to it yet, but I really, really want to. I just okay. haven't had a, a, I just haven't had a lot of, of time, spare time on my hands. Okay. Um, but it's 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 definitely on my radar to do because I love being on stage. I love performing. Yeah. Everyone knows that I that I like playing, so it's it's definitely something that I want to do in the future. Do you do you think you'll try to with the next album try to hit some of the local like you know austin dallas houston you know like mucky ducks and you know Port <laughs> david's pub and all these other you know mm-hmm. venues that are you know kind of the could do the texas triangle to try to mm-hmm. you know as a singer songwriter kind of work it totally um that's that's definitely on on the table um it's a lot of that i guess the the logistics that go behind that is you know finding musicians that you know, you're comfortable with that, know your music that can help bring out your music really well. And, Mm -hmm. um, and that, you know, can play all your music along with covers and, yeah. And, and things like that. Like I I would love to to perform. Like it's, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's something that I'm, it's, it's, it's kind of like at at the crossroads, you you know, it's it's like, you know, uh, I think with my next album though, it'll really give me a really good idea about, you know, once once I get the feedback on album number two, yeah. um, I I will know a lot more because I I'm really putting a lot in into this next album, and I'm I'm already very pleased with you know the initial results from it, um, with like what with what we've got going, um, because you know you listen to a lot of artists like you know with 
with Bruce, it's like Greetings is like a, a, a great album, but not a lot of people listen to Greetings as like their album of choice, along with, you know, many first albums from a, a lot of, of artists, you know, yeah. they, they, they kind of find themselves like like they discovered their their sound and they 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 learn a lot and then they take that and then mm-hmm. they really double down and go go right at it for their next couple albums and it it either works or it doesn't so yeah you know we're <laughs> so Matthew where's the best place for us to find your music App, Apple Music Spotify okay. um YouTube, Pandora, Amazon Music. Okay. It's available on pretty much every major streaming platform okay. that you can find. Did you do any hard copies at all? I did. I did. Okay. Um, you, you can find if if anyone wants to reach out to me, like on Facebook or something, and yeah. they want like a like a CD, I'm I'm happy I'm happy to send them one. Um, at at the annual Spring Nuts thing, I brought I think like. 10 or 15 of them and and then and they they all got snatched by some people and uh Good. it was it was really cool seeing like for them asking like oh my like like can can you sign it and yeah oh yes sign. and like it, it made me feel really it made me really feel feel special honestly it, it was a really yeah. cool moment for me tell um, me tell me about that tell me about visiting and how that worked it was it was a, it was a lot of fun um how he was you know obviously such a such a gentleman he was very very nice he you know made sure to um make sure that everyone felt safe and like try to take all the precautions that you know he could he had it outside and um i i came and me and jake and um i think his name is joe uh i i'm not i'm not sure what 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 the other guy's name was it's I, I just had it in my name. I'm sorry, in my head. That's, but okay, I understand. It, but uh, but uh, it it was a lot of fun. It was kind of like the singer songwriter circle, yeah. and uh, we just kind of traded off singing songs. And I played one of my originals that will be on my new album. It'll probably nice. be my. It'll probably be my my first sing. It'll probably be my first single called Upward Fall. Okay. And um, uh, so I was able to play that one for some for some fans and. Um, it got a lot of good feedback and, uh, it was just a lot of fun seeing everyone again, you know, given that 2020, there was, sure. it was all just online, which, which was a lot of fun for, for me because I was able to play a lot longer. Right. And so, you know, it was kind of in the comfort of my own home and I was able to just kind of go on off the cuff and play requests and add a piano to work with as, as well. So it was, you know, it, it was a really cool experience, but there's nothing better than in person absolutely yeah um absolutely i i think that's great so when do you think the new album will be out that's a very good good question i am i am shooting for let's see i should start recording probably next week because i i have i have the family friend sound guy that's coming tomorrow to dial in all of my new e- equipment i just finished my uh my music room to actually be a, like a prof- like a professional sound room and so yeah. once that gets knocked out it's kind of full steam ahead um i think maybe sometime in the summertime i, th- I nice. think it's, it's, it's a really good timeline for it well when you have it ready to go 
Um, you'll have to come on. You will we'll set it up so you can sing, sing a few <laughs> songs, talk about them. And uh, I am so hoping that um, you get to tour and that I get, to, even if you don't have a band with you, just uh, an acoustic tour to get you out there. I, I'd love to, to see you in person and hear some music. And I am definitely going to go check it out. I, I, I've sampled a few things on your YouTube channel. And mm-hmm. so I now want to buy the whole album because I, I like what I'm hearing. <laughs> Well, well, that that really means a lot. Um, there's, I I like all the music on there. Um, and just looking back, it was like just the things that were going through my head as I was, you you know, re-recording and when my yeah. producer would send me, you know, new mixes of songs. Just the awe that I, that was going through my head of, oh my gosh, this is my song, and it yeah. there's like a there's like a full band to it, and. And like it's it's everything that I've ever wanted was just my music in the this to sound professional. It was it yeah. was honestly such a dream come true for me. And so once I got a taste of that, I was like, okay, let's let let's up this a little bit and let's you know let's let's try and, and capitalize and and just try and tweak some things and let's really yeah. get after it and let's and let's put both of our heads together even harder and let's try and make something awesome. So yeah, it's definitely, uh, it, it is definitely like a, a, a new standard because my standard before was, okay, I just wanted to sound professional. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm just getting my, my feet wet. Now it's like, okay, this now, now I really kind of know the, the direction that I want to go. So yeah, that, no, that makes a lot of sense. That makes a whole lot of sense. Um, so Matthew, tell us, um, tell the audience, what's the best way to, you've already talked about where you can find the music, but if they want to reach you, um, mm-hmm. what's the best way? Um, you can reach me through Facebook, Twitter, okay. Instagram. Uh, okay. those are like any of, of, of any of my social media. Okay. Really? Um, and it's just my first and last name, A-U-C-O-I-N. It's, it's kind of a hard last name to spell, but, uh, Matthew Ocon. Th- <laughs> yep. Yep. Yes. Uh, and so, and there is a, um, a classical musician with the same name. I know <laughs> so you do a, it's so if, annoying. <laughs> if you do a Google search, cause this guy's got some chops, right? So it's like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's pretty funny. Uh, and I'm like, man, come on. Like that's, that's yeah. like the, the last name is so yeah. Random. What are the odds? Think, right? What are the odds? My first and last name is the same as this guy. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. Absolutely. <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. Um, mm-hmm. That is wonderful. I'm so happy for you. I, I, I'm I'm thrilled. I, I just wish you a lot of success. And I, I really uh, a, a, appreciate it. And and you know, I I wish you all the best as well. It's always it's always fun coming on here. Yeah. And I can't wait to come on again. Hopefully, I can see you in in person. Absolutely. And, and so we'll know. have you on with the new album. Um, and so everyone go check out uh, Matthew's music. Um, as he said, it's on Spotify, you know, on every other platform, you know, um, sp- spring for it. And, uh, you know, let's give him a few few bucks to, <laughs> you know, he's a struggling musician during a nighttime, you know, in the day gig um, doing that. Uh, Matthew, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Um, listeners. Uh, Go get vaccinated. Go get boosted. Uh, Let's all be good to each other because that's how we're going to get through this. Matthew, thank you so much for your time. Listeners, thank you for listening, and we will talk to you soon. Goodbye. 
All right. See you, Jesse. I want and need your feedback. You can reach me multiple ways that tell me what you like or don't like about the show. You can reach out to give me guest suggestions or maybe to join me on the podcast yourself. We're on Twitter at SetLustingBruce or at Jesse Jackson DFW. I have an Instagram, SetLustingBruce or Jesse Jackson DFW. Our Facebook page, facebook.com slash setlustingbruce. Go to patreon.com slash setlustingbruce to find out how you can support the show. And we have several tiers of support. Please go to your favorite podcast player and hit subscribe. And tell a friend about the podcast because that is the way we're going to grow. If you're not tired of hearing me speak, you can hear me on Next Stop Everywhere, the Doctor Who podcast, where Charles Skaggs and I talk all things Doctor Who, the How Many podcast, where me and my friends Gary, Scott, Bob, and Jr. talk pop culture, and finally, my newest podcast, The Last Best Hope for Conversation, a Babylon 5 podcast, where Karen, Lou, and I are going through the TV show Babylon 5 one episode at a time. I am always looking for guests, so please reach out to me, setlustingbruce at gmail.com. You just heard the fun talking, hard rocking, music loving, album ranking, fan thinking, joy spreading, lyric reading, story sharing podcast that is the one, the only. That listening, Bruce. The theme for Set Lessing Bruce was written by David Rosen, used by permission. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.